Uh, I thought we had a much more spirited uh, scrimmage. It was still hot out there, probably not as humid as it was last time. We didn't have the rain delay this time. But they started out a lot better, started out a lot faster, um, a lot more competitive. I thought both ones units played uh, better, which meant the twos probably didn't play as well. But there were some explosive plays in the scrimmage, and I was proud of the competitive toughness. Um, there's a lot of snaps out there. I think we ended up with 135 snaps, which is basically two football games um, wrapped into one. And we had a lot of special team snaps mixed in, too. So the guys really pushed hard. They were hurting at the end. Um, there were some really competitive goal line periods. Uh, red area period was competitive, second, 10, third down. Everything was pretty even uh, across the board when we did ones-on-ones. So I thought that was good. Uh, we were able to get some of the playmakers the ball on the perimeter and probably made more plays uh, in the passing game than we did on the other one. That I'll open it up. Uh, we got a lot to work on, a lot of uh, situational, you know, whether it's hands, onside, all that stuff. But I'm very pleased with the effort and the effort that our kids are playing with. I'm, I'm proud of that. I mean, we've had some tough physical practices. And these guys, this group has not backed away or shied away from that. I mean, our, our worst practice by far was last Saturday. And I'm not saying today was our best, but it was definitely to par with the other good practices. Doing good. Uh, we've got some guys beat up. We had a couple guys that couldn't really go today that have been, I mean, not been able to practice some. But, uh, I mean, knock on wood, no major, major injuries. They're going to have tomorrow off. Monday is going to be a light, light walkthrough. So this is kind of where we say, okay, we've got to start getting them back. We've got to get recovery. We've got to get fluids. Um, so when you have 48 hours, we feel like you can almost recover to a, a full extent, and we're hoping to get – everybody's legs back. You could see today, I mean, the GPS says it, that a guy that was running 19 is running 17. A guy that runs 21 is running 18, 19. They're hurting a little bit, but part of that is mental toughness and the grit, and they've, they've been able to handle that. Yeah, Nakobe's banged up. He wasn't able to uh, scrimmage today, um, but he's going to be fine, we think. I mean, he, he got out there and moved around some, did some stuff. Uh, Julian is coming off the ACL repair, and he's, he's practiced every day. I mean, he, he does some periods with us, and he does other periods with a trainer where he, he runs and gets his uh, mileage up, but not as much contact stuff. So he's doing a little bit of both. And then um, who's the other one? David. David does uh, about 50% with us, 50% with the trainer. So we're just – I mean, Julian and David are both uh, older players, fourth-year players who are not 100%. So we're trying to control their volume of reps also giving some of the other guys reps. Uh, but they've, they've practiced each day. The receivers. A lot of the receivers did. It wasn't this, you know, last scrimmage, it seemed like the backs out of the backfield had some big plays. Uh, it was the wide outs as a group. I mean, Cager had one, George had one, Tyler had one, I mean, uh, Trey Blunt had one. We had several guys have explosive. Explosive to me is over 12, 13 yards. Kiaris had a big one. So, I mean, it was seemed very balanced on the explosive part. Are you happy with the progress of that? I mean, there's been progress, yeah. I mean, I, I think you can always do more. And that's what we're trying to do. So, I mean, I, I, I'm very pleased with that group's effort, toughness, resiliency, pushing through, contact toughness. 
there's some balls that, that probably should have been caught that weren't today, but that's probably always going to be the case. DeAndre's been good. DeAndre's a good leader in that group. Uh, he's very bright. Um, he, you know, he's probably our most – I mean, I say Brian's the most experienced because Brian has been here longer. Brian doesn't have as much volume of carry as DeAndre does. But Brian has, you know, more practice experience, probably more reps just because you got to remember he went through a whole spring when DeAndre was still in high school. Um, but DeAndre's been good. Well, to be honest with you, Dale brought it about. Dale did a good job. I, mean, I, I wasn't aware that he was uh, done with football, and Dale just came and told me, hey, Josh is going to be back here in school. And I thought, oh, man, that's an awesome opportunity. I've had the fortune of a Kevin Butler, a Chris Samuels, so some really special players who've come back to work as undergrads. And, man, Jarvis is, Jarvis is here every day. A lot of times you get those guys, and they can't be all in. They either got a family, they got something going on. Jarvis is all in. I mean, he's in there to learn. Uh, he, he helps – set the tempo, set the standard in the outside linebacker room. He demands excellence. I mean, he played the position. He knows what it takes to play it. And at that position, in that position group, you know, we, we have talented players, but a lot of those guys don't have any experience. And here's a guy that did it in the NFL and did it here at a high level, and he's from our state, played for one of our coaches. I mean, it's a blessing. It's always tough. I mean, it's tough 80, it's tough 85. It's tough when you travel 100 because whoever the 101st, 71st, 86th, it's tough. And uh, it's going to be, you know, even tougher. But we know that what we decide there is not final. It changes week to week here. There's not a week that I think our roster was exactly the same last year, number one, because of injury, injury, but number two, because of effort and practice. We've had guys go, Michael Barnett didn't travel, didn't play, to going on the scout team on the defensive line, to starting on the defensive line against Georgia Tech. So, I mean, it, it, it can come full circle, um, but we're going to have some tough decisions to make, and we're not going to make them right now. We've got you know, two weeks to, to finalize those choices and decisions. Probably till Thursday. I mean, because we're gonna we're gonna start to work on Vanderbilt early, but not too early. We got a lot of games to play besides them, and you know we're focused as coaches on game planning for them. But with the players, we're focused on getting better. Got to be careful when you have an opponent that you're gonna play. If you start too early, I've been there before where they get you know they just get tired of preparing for that. They want something new. They want some new energy. So we'll probably introduce Vandy Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Uh, both guys have, have punted well. It's been uh, good competition. I mean, Kamara picked, uh, punted well today. Uh, Rubright punted a couple times as well. And um, to be honest, I'd have to watch the tape. All I've got stats for you. I mean, I'm a lot more worried about the hold up in the coverage right now, and then we judge the rest on tape. Well, I mean. I think all colleges in college football are explosive now. I'm not telling you guys they went out there and made 100 explosive plays. That's not the case. I'd be worried about the defense. I think that uh, we've got some explosive playmakers and we got a quarterback that throws the deep ball well. I mean, it's a really one of his better passes, and uh, they were able to connect on some of those today. 
I, I don't know how they fared today statistically because I can't, you know, I can't compute. I don't think we've fared real well today. I don't think uh, – we had some big stops. We had a couple of red area stops where I thought, man, they're just driving down the field. Then, boom, we hit the red area. And if we play really good in the red area, it gives us a fighting chance because we think we can score points offensively. And, you know, defensively, if we hold people to field goals, that's big. Um, but I don't, I don't know where our havoc rate was today. I don't, I don't feel like it was where we want to be. Well, I mean, there's there's a lot of guys rolling. There's no dominant, one dominant player on that defensive front or defensive line. There's a lot of good, solid players, a lot of experience. I mean, we're, 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 we may roll out there with six seniors that have played football. Kel Carter, J.Y., Tyler Clark, Julian Rochester, David Marshall. I mean, it just seems like we got guys that have played a lot of football that are out there. Um, but as far as the younger guys, they're probably not, you know, they're not – where the older guys are yet. You can't be. I mean, a guy just gets here and, and you're looking at the guy that's been playing for four years. I mean, that's unrealistic to think that some of those guys are going to be where the older players are. They just can't physically jump into that mold yet. Devontae's done a good job, who I count as a you know middle player. Jordan Davis is one of those. He's not a freshman, but he's not a senior. He's done some good things. Um, but those guys are coming along. Trevon is the one that has a chance to help us the most this year because he's not really an interior defensive lineman. He is more athletic, uh, plays on the edge, can do some more stuff on sub situations where the other guys are a little more uh, run oriented. Did man, I, I uh, wanted to make sure he sent it to me. I told him I would wear it at one of my uh, press conferences, and I saw his video of what he did with the kids when before school started. He took a group of kids from his hometown community and, and bought them all back to school supplies and just did an unbelievable job. It's just so much, it's so indicative of him of what he did that I asked him for one of those shirts. So we've been reading his quotes on uh, when, when for Wednesday, we've been reading his quotes to the team. So uh, he does a really good job with that. Well, I, I probably saw a little more, more toughness on the front of the offensive line, knocking us off the ball. But there were some there were some licks passed out there. There were some pops made, a couple goal line stops, uh, a couple hits out there with guys closing, you know. But uh, our backs are good players. They're able to make you miss in space. And I thought Kenny uh, Kenny McIntosh today did some good things, man. He's just he continues to improve. He's got really good balance. And uh, he's been a he's been a good blessing. He's delivered some blows to some people, but Lewis shows up, makes plays. He hits people, and Jr. had a couple good tackles. And we just got to get our players on defense to play within the system. We still got some guys that want to play rat trap and do what they want to do instead of doing what they're supposed to do. And when they do the rat trap stuff, it hurts us. Yeah, it's been hot, guys. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to make any bones about it. Our guys haven't complained about it. And to be honest, we've done a couple practices where we went inside at the end of practice. But we start every day outside. We do 75% of practice outside. We do all the scrimmages out there. You know, I've talked to some coaches that were at our practice that have been to other practices, and they say the same thing. It's hot. Hot. So mentally, what are you going to do? It is hot. But uh, our guys pushed through it, and I thought they did a good job of that. 
Uh, he's a better leader. Um, I think he's got more stamina. Like his ability to lead and play hard longer has been good. You know, his first few practices in camp, I thought he played really physical. Um, he's got to continue to do that. He's got to grind through this and really be physical and be that right tackle we need him to be. And um, I'm pleased with him as a leader. He's he's really played with more consistency, I think, because he's in better shape and he doesn't get tired and winded and give up cheap sacks. He he, he just plays more consistent. I think he's bought into the whole culture of I got to be a great player. And if he wants to be a great player, he's got to eat, he's got to sleep, he's got to get off his phone at night. He's got to do all the things that requires being a good player. And we're trying to get the aggregate of marginal gains, which is like a little bit better at everything. And he, he, he's a guy that has bought into that because you see it, you see the results more on the field where he's able to go longer. I mean, he's always physically looked impressive to me, but he, he played better now. Well, you know, Dewan's not able to go a whole lot in those situations. So Nathan, the Priestley kid, has been in there, and he goes a good bit. I tell you, he's been a really like a blessing in disguise for us. He's very bright, very athletic, really good arm talent. I mean, Coley will tell you he takes the best notes I've ever seen in a quarterback room. And within our system, that's important because you don't get the volume of reps you want at the three. In camp, he has, but his reps are going to start to dwindle as we narrow things down. Um, Stetson didn't have as good a day as he did last time. Last time, you know, he had a really, really good day uh, last scrimmage, and it wasn't. It was bad today. He just probably wasn't quite as efficient, and you know, uh, just didn't didn't have the same, I guess, effectiveness that he had last time. Can you shed some light because Priestley's from the West Coast? Yeah. Well, Coley could probably explain it better than me, but he was early on our list. We thought he was a good player. Junior year, he was a guy that we wanted to go see, throw. We wanted to go watch him practice. And uh, we went out spring before his junior year. He's on the list. We watch him. We like him. He's pretty good. Somewhere in there, I'm not sure exactly when he tears his ACL. So he misses majority of his junior year with a torn ACL. And that's basically quarterback's make or break year because you're getting judged. Everything's based on that. So he didn't have tape from that junior year. And then his senior year, He's coming off an ACL. He played well, and uh, I think he was going to walk on at North Carolina. And uh, at the last minute, he found out he could come in here and be a three right away with Dewan's situation, and he uh, he jumped on it. And comes from a wonderful family. Got to visit with his mom, and I mean, he's I'm telling you guys, he's he's a good player. I mean, when you watch him take his reps with the threes, the way he functions and manages the offense, it's it's we're lucky to have him. Yeah, I didn't see him today. I mean, he had reps on special teams. I don't know how he did on those. Um, but, yeah, we don't know how many backs travel. So, if we got seven backs that are really good, we'll travel seven. If we got ten, we'll travel ten. If they can help on special teams, they'll be out there. We've traveled as few as four, as many as seven. Prather makes that number vary because he's a, he's a really good special teams player. So, those decisions we got to make are going to be tough. But somebody like McIntosh is a key to that decision because his value right now 
is going to be special teams initially, and he earns more value by how he plays on those teams. I think it's new for him. He's going through the Holyfield effect and the Swift effect, and can I help on these teams, and how do I do it? Because I didn't do it in high school. I don't know how to block somebody on punt. I don't know how to cover a kick. But as you train those guys by game five, they're better than the guy that may have done his whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Is that something you guys are going to be able to do this year based on as many contributions you're getting from them? Well, I mean, last year our wideouts were a dominant special teams group. Tyler Simmons, Jason Stanton, I mean, dominant to the word D. And we know that we're probably not going to be that way. Now, we got wideouts are going to play on special teams. But when you start talking about George Pickens, Dom, Blaylock, I mean, those guys haven't seen the light you know they don't they don't go out and their, their high school special teams was i was catching the ball and running with it i wasn't blocking anybody i wasn't covering anybody i mean they 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 have to become those players and be dominant in those roles and that's something that we're still uh, still working on so we're going to get it by committee we got more outside backers we got more inside backers we got more running backs so the position versatility for special teams is going to come from which position has the most guys that are the last five to get on the bus are going to be dominant special teams players. I mean, I saw it live. So, I mean, I was like, shoot, it's a special player, great catch. Um, he's had, you know, I wouldn't say just like that, but he's had several one-handed catches in practice that, uh, I mean, he's a talented player. He's got he's to learn his assignments and learn what to do because he can certainly help us. Thanks, guys.